0: The Lockdown Letters by Helen Ashtray and Eileen Placemat Part 4 Hello? Cockburn, 773269 Oh, hi Eileen, how are you doing? keep you it's just a quickie i've been trying to send you an email but it keeps bouncing back can i check the address you've given me yes go on okay i've got placemat at com. so that's e-i-l-e-e-n dot p-l-a-c-e-m-a-t at yippie.com Well, it's a dot, like a full stop.
1: Are you spelling it like a full
0: stop? Well, you don't spell a full stop. It's just a dot. But, well, it's not a full stop. It's just dot. Yes, that's what I've been doing. placemat at com. Yes, but how are you spelling dot? Well, it's just a dot, like a full stop. But it's not a full stop. Yes, dot. That's what I've been doing. Putting a dot in between Eileen and a placemat. it's not a dot then not like a full stop but the actual word dot yes it's short for my middle name dorothy i thought you knew that oh yeah silly me makes perfect sense now okay thanks lovely i'll let you get back to the radio watch out for my email for now hello
1: hello Helen oh hello Helen for goodness sake I had to call Peter in the end I think you will receive two hellos from me I kept hitting the send button apparently but now I think I have got to grips with it I thought I would start with a hello rather than dear as this is an email and not a letter but I'm not sure I can't make my mind up I might go back to dear. I know it saves on stamps but I'm just not sure about the look of it. It doesn't look the same as a letter and I can't tell if I've written a page or not. Now I am in the shed. Peter said I needed to save my letter and start again somewhere else to check a signal. It's a lot of messing about. Hopefully he is picking my signal up. I suspect he has some kind of transmitter. I do hope that it's coded. Or else anyone can read what I'm saying. And with the current climate, well, that is a concern. I've been quite candid in the past about my thoughts on the Chinese connections. I mustn't forget to mention that to Peter tomorrow. He said it's good practice to work anywhere, and that I could be anywhere in the world writing this. It seems slightly ambitious. I'm not even allowed to venture down the street at the moment, let alone across the world. One of my elderly friends is outraged about this situation and he has written to Esther Ranson. I really don't know what he thinks she can do about it and also he never travels anywhere. He went away in 1998 I think it was but that was just to Bournemouth but he said it's the principal so there we go. I've learnt quite a lot about your underwear over the past few letters. I've never heard of peepholes before. I'm not sure that design appeals to me, I don't like the idea of anything poking out and I didn't like to mention it to Peter either, he would only get carried away. As it was, he was most excited to receive the two that you enclosed and said that his design would be completed within a couple of days so that's something to look forward to. He's been busy embalming and said he's keeping his eyes peeled for a fresh roadkill which quite frankly sounds revolting. Somebody has given him a dead budgie to practice on. He has grand plans of displaying this bird in a gilt cage with some appropriate and thought-provoking words, whatever they may be. Good point about the two metre rule that Marion is breaking by shaking her box. I mentioned that to Peter and was going to suggest that perhaps it would be safer for everyone if Marion organised something else, like perhaps a long distance walk. But before I could say a word, he was getting excited about building some kind of penny-throwing arcade game. That way, everyone could still donate money, but have fun doing it. Oh, I'm beginning to dread Thursdays. It's turning into a circus out here. I don't want to be a killjoy, but last Thursday, as well as Marion dressed as Barbie, we also had disco lights and a child playing a violin badly. Two songs that child performed to rapturous applause. It was worse than chalk screeching on a board. It quite set my teeth on edge, I can tell you. And I'm sorry, but I just couldn't stoop to that woman's level and wear a costume as well. I appreciate the suggestion, but honestly, I can't think of anything worse. Well, actually, I can. Peter dressed in a costume. It was very brave of you to tackle Tony's hair, but it sounds quite dangerous. You're lucky you didn't take his eye out with that sneeze of yours. I can't imagine what he must look like with very little hair and a missing eyebrow. No wonder he's taken to wearing sunglasses. I don't suppose your neighbour will find him quite so attractive looking like that. Is she still sitting on the street in her armchair? That chair will begin to stink when it rains. It will never dry properly. Fancy flaunting your rubbish like that. You would think she might try to hide it under tarpaulin or something similar. I would be most ashamed to have my old furniture outside. I would prefer to put up with an overcrowded room for a while rather than dump it in the street for everyone to view. But people don't seem to care what you see these days. Only yesterday I saw a lady dressed in her nightwear and slippers walking down the street. She had a bottle of milk in her hand so I presume she'd been to the shop dressed like that. Absolutely astonishing. One last thing before I go, Janet has a secret husband. She mentioned him just in passing when she took me up to the garden to see her beehives. You were right, she does keep bees. Anyway he, her husband that is, apparently made the hives for her as a wedding gift. I've never seen sight of him and she's lived here for 20 years. She said he doesn't like to leave the house. He's shy and he's a bit older than her, so now she doesn't think it would be safe for him to go outside. Well, can you believe it? I was so shocked I almost fell over. I'm so curious to see what he looks like. Do you ever recall seeing a man next door? I might mention it to Peter and see if we can spot him with his telescope. I was shocked to hear that the Prime Minister was in hospital. I think his problem is he never watches what he's doing with his hands. Who knows where they've been? He should wear gloves, like the Queen. And now we have that funny little man taking charge. I don't know who he is or where he came from. He just seemed to pop up from nowhere. Well, much love. Over and out. Goodbye. From Eileen.
0: Eileen I got your email I'm so excited you're finally online this means I can save my stamps for when I need to send you something in the post I'm sending you a link here to an exercise video you might be interested in if you just click here it should start playing on your screen the instructors name is Joe Wicks I think he used to be a stand-up comedian but he must have realised he wasn't very good and decided to become a fitness trainer instead he's really popular and I love doing his workouts each day look how tidy his shelves are and what a lovely carpet he has I do have some good news The day before yesterday, I finally disposed of the last of my old knickers on my daily walk. Well, actually, that's not quite true. As I noticed yesterday, one of the bins I'd used had been attacked by foxes and they dragged all the contents across the street, including my underwear. It was all a bit of a mess, but someone had thoughtfully placed my knickers on the arm of the park bench next to the bin. I took this as a sign that I should hang on to this final pair. They obviously didn't want to be separated from me. I've now washed them and put them back in my drawer. They will be my lucky pair. Tony's eyebrow is taking a while to grow back. He was a bit worried that he would look silly wearing sunglasses on the Thursday night clap for carers as it's starting to get dark at that time. So I made him two little paper rainbows to stick above his eyes instead. I thought this was a stroke of genius as rainbows are sort of eyebrow shaped. So now he just looks as if he's joining in the spirit of things and nobody is the wiser about the shaved bit. I do think that woman over the road was looking at him lustfully as she was banging her saucepan and I can see why as he looks strangely attractive with these new accessories I almost fancy him myself and talking of that woman she's still been sitting in her armchair painting her nails an awful lot she and her husband have moved the fridge and put it on its back it looks as if they are trying to make some sort of garden ornament with it I'll keep you updated. I've attached to this email a photo of her hideous lino that's in the garden so you can see what I mean. Isn't it awful? I've never seen anything quite so distasteful. That pattern, oh dear. Peter's taxidermy sounds exciting. Do you think he can work with small things? We've got a lot of flies in our house at the moment. I could try to catch some and put them in an envelope if they would be useful for him to practice on. We also have a terrible slug problem in the garden, so I'm very happy to send some over. Do let me know. Oh, is there any news on the bits and bobs holder yet? No, I've never seen Janet's husband. Do you believe she really has one? Or maybe she murdered him and buried him in the garden. Have you seen any strange digging going on out there at all? Okay, signing off for now. Do let me know if you find anything exciting online that you found on the internet. Lots of love, Helen. That was part 4 of the Lockdown Letters, produced by me, Johnny Octave, in my bedroom with a cardboard box.